Welcome to What is Black, the podcast where we address issues important to raising healthy and thriving Black children and teens. I'm your host, Dr. Jacqueline Duget. Hi everyone, before we jump into another great episode, I just wanted to take some time to share some updates with you. In the next few weeks, we'll be launching our first children's podcast, Henry's Library. So stay tuned to that. If you really want to know what's going on behind the scenes, please subscribe to our newsletter. And you can subscribe to our newsletter at whatisblack.co. Our newsletter will, you know, give you insights and also, you know, share some um, freebies that we're giving as part, giving away as part of the launch for Henry's Library. So please sign up. Also, as we're expanding our offerings, we've um, developed a Patreon page. So we would love if you would if you could support us. We value your support as a listener and a subscriber. But this additional support will help us as we expand and create more content that centers and celebrates black children and families. You can become a patron by signing up at www.patreon.com slash what is black. And also, please remember to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at What is Black at W-H-A-T-I-S-B-L-K. And we look forward to um, your continued listening to us. We'd always love if you could subscribe, rate or review us. Um, and that's greatly appreciated and allow more people to um, to learn about us and grow our community. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What is Black. I am so excited to have um, as our special guest, Kim Kim Williams. She is the founder of Single Black Motherhood, and um, we're going to talk a little bit more about her site, all the things she offers, and the importance of um, the role she plays and the, the this platform, Single Black Motherhood, that she's created. So, Kim, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. I am doing well. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Okay, so let's jump right in. If Let's talk a little bit about you first, who you are, and then kind of segue into why did you create it, Single Black Motherhood? Okay, yeah. So my name is Kim. As she stated, I have a daughter. She is nine years old. She just turned nine on Thursday, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, we live in a small mountain town in Arizona. We relocated almost a year ago. We relocated last March. Uh, from Houston to where we are now, and by day, I'm a medical staff manager, and um, by night, I guess you can say I'm a creator, so I love building community, um, and I think it's so important, and you asked me, how did I get started with Single Black Motherhood? So, I want to say, when we moved to Houston, um, I had to end up moving out with the family I was living with and I was just working for like two years, just grinding. And then all of a sudden the company I was working for lost a contract. And so I wasn't able to work with the particular company they were contracted with anymore. And so I had some extra time cause I was so used to working two jobs and my daughter, you know, she would be like in front of the TV while I was working at night. Uh, So it was just awful. And then I found myself in this space of like looking for resources. I was like, you know, Houston is a big city. I know there has to be more than me out here, like single black moms that are trying to grow, but they feel stagnant and they don't really know like how to get out of this space. And uh, one of my colleagues reached out and she had a YouTube channel 
And so she was like, you know, I would love for you to share your story, like how, you know, you're single parenting and you're doing all the things with my audience. And I was like, okay. And then I thought even deeper, I was like, if she wants to know how I'm doing this, I'm sure other people would want to know. And then I was listening to podcasts at the time, but I was having trouble finding um, single moms that look like me that were podcasting in the same sense of like being young, single and black, right? Um, I did come across some moms that are podcasting, but they were divorced black moms. They were, seemed like they were well established. So we weren't on the same page. And then the Caucasian moms that I listened to, I did learn some things, but they had really good support systems. And so I did not have a support system in Houston. And so I just was out there struggling. And so I started my podcast as a way to like chronicle my journey, but then it turned into something so much more than just me sharing my journey. Right. So that's how I got started with the podcast. And then I created the community single black motherhood. And I think, I mean, I think that's so amazing. And I think that's why, you know, when we first, when we first talked and I thought about the opportunity to, to connect with you is that, you know, unfortunately I have not done, I think enough to really focus on, I think I, I talk about parenthood more broadly, but really, I think sometimes I'm thinking about like the lens that I have of parenthood. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm married. Right. So I have a partner in terms of, when I was raising my kids. And sometimes I think if you don't have the different perspective or have an understanding of that perspective, then, you know, it's, it's, it's still part of this continuum of parenting. Right. Um, so I want to share resources with, with my community. Um, but also, also educate myself as well. I mean, it's not that, I, you know, it's not that I don't know about you know, parenting is parenting, right. But our journeys are different, right. And our experiences are yeah. different. And I think as you're speaking to right, each of our personal experiences and journeys in different parts of our lives, right, I think we need, you know, we have different, um, different needs, different communities at those different points in our life. And the fact that you, you know, had this need and you created um, this platform, Single Black Motherhood, you know, you said first the podcast and then, um, then the community, I think is wonderful. And I'm learning more, right, as I'm looking at your um, IG feed, again, that also informs me not only as a podcaster, right? But also I think as a healthcare provider, right? Being a pediatrician in public health, I think the more we know about people's experiences and also admit to ourselves what we don't know, right? And being humble enough to say like, you know what, let me learn more from someone else, someone else's story, but also build community as well. And I, and I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I want to talk a little bit more about, so you talked about the inspiration for creating single black motherhood. And I wanted to dive a little bit more about the the platform, right? The community um, that you that you've built, and sort of the response you've gotten from the community about having a place, having a platform that's dedicated specifically to single black moms. Oh my gosh! So when I first started, um, people would message me like so much saying, "Oh my gosh, thank you for sharing," or like, "I really needed this." And I remember there was a mom who messaged me. And she had been through like several abortions and she talked about like how my podcast had impacted her. And like, I think that was a moment for me when I understood that this was necessary and it wasn't just about me anymore. Like I started out just for me, right? Obviously I needed community, but then I'm like, man, other people need community. They need education. They need resources. And so I have to create 
this place. And so the response that I continue to get is that it's necessary. You know, no matter if it's a mom saying that she paid off her car. Like today I got a, a DM from a mom saying like she's so excited she paid off her car. Um, you know, or like they've made this big step in parenting where they haven't like hollered as much at, at their kids. You know, so it doesn't matter like what it is. It just... I don't know. They keep reminding me that this community is necessary and they really appreciate the space uh, to see other moms that look like them that are on this journey of improvement. Like we're not just stagnant. We're not just broke. We're not just like bitter, you know? So I think that is important. Your your, Your podcast and platform really provide a place where other black moms can be seen, right? And, and find a find a fellowship, which I think is so important. Um, so, and the fact, so, so I guess, how does that, how does that make you feel in terms of one about creating, right? Being a creative and then also having this impact, right? I think this social impact with the work that you're doing. Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel so much gratitude. You know, I really consider it a privilege um, and an honor to be the person that <laughs> has cultivated such a space, you know, because I didn't even know like single mom communities existed until like I created this. And then I would see like the hashtag like single mom community or single mom. And so um, I think what makes this one so different is that like, I'm not afraid to talk about anything. Like, I don't think anything is off limits. Because if I don't talk about it, then who else will talk about it? You know, and I'm just like, Again, I'm just grateful to be in a space where I can like openly share my journey, but then I can allow other moms to come on and actually share their journey too, because I think that exposure provides a lens. And oftentimes if people don't see anybody else doing it, they don't know that it's possible for them, especially like single moms, because if you Google like single black moms, a lot of times it's like negative stuff. Um, It's negative statistics, but nobody's really like talking about what single moms are doing in our communities that's actually good stuff you know um you don't really see that a lot in the media so if you can talk a little bit more about that kim the topics that your um your community your platform covers for for moms so we cover everything we talk about like uh parenting we talk about life uh career like anything you can possibly think of we talk about a dating um just whatever, like whatever they want to talk about. I often will ask them like, Hey, you know, do you guys have anything you're struggling with this month that you want to focus on? Or is there any questions that you have? Uh, we did a Q and a, um, maybe last week and I had some moms talk about like, they were trying to think about best insurance for their kids. Um, like some were struggling with their teens, like, you know, with COVID and school shut back down. Um, you know, that sort of, so just anything, anything is possible. One question that um, I thought about is that I think people in, people in your, that have a platform like you do, right? I mean, you do so much to, like you said, cultivate conversation, community, fellowship, and I think about, you know, all that you're giving to other people and also sharing with other people. How do you fill your cup up? Right. And what empowers you as you're trying to uplift and empower other other women? 
Yeah, so, like, every day, like, I try to start my day away from people, right? So, like, I am in my word, so I read a devotional, so to get that spiritual aspect, and then I go to the gym, so I exercise, uh, because I think, like, physical fitness goes in hand with mental fitness, and so I, those are two things that I do to, like, pour into my cup daily um, to fill myself up so that I have something left to give, whether it's my kid at home or whether it's my team at work or whether it's you know, the moms in my community, whether it's online or offline, I have to pour into myself first before I can pour into anyone else. So, um, I do those things daily, but then obviously like when I get outside of the house, you know, I may go and get like a mani pedi, um, massage, you know, just whatever I feel like that will help me to feel better. <laughs> um, because if I, if I don't take care of me, like I won't have anything to give. So I think it's important. And I'm a huge advocate of like, prioritizing you and putting yourself first every single day. Um, I remember when I first started listening to podcasts, I think it was Janelle Stewart. She talked about this on her podcast and I held that so dearly. Um, and I was like, I think I was at the the beginning of my single mom journey and I was just like forever, like got to prioritize me first. Uh, you know, cause I, if I don't take time for me, it's like, I would see the results of like rushing and, you know, feeling like, oh, well, I don't have time for this or versus like being more intentional when I am able to focus on me first, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, it totally makes sense. And I think the other, I think the important, other important thing that you do maybe indirectly, right? The, the positive outcome of you taking care of you is that your, your daughter sees you, Right modeling for her that she need that she's important my goal I'm like I hope that I am modeling something that like you know not necessarily I want her to be exactly like me but that she is better right and that she sees like a good foundation um, especially just being the only parent right you hope that your kid will pick up the the good things <laughs> well that's okay you know because I think sometimes what we think um are not the good things right because again, I think we're always, you know, I think as, as women or any, anyone, right. Like you crit there's the self-criticizing, right. It's like, Oh, you know, I'm not beauty, beautiful enough, or I'm not whatever enough. Right. But then understanding that. And I think that's why it's so important to have communities like, like yours. Right. Because like you said, when some, I think it's true. Like when someone feels seen, then there's like, you can take a breath. Right. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you know what? Let me let me rethink this idea of like, why am I criticizing myself, right? It's this external validation. And it's what you see outside is normalized. But then when we start to understand that, okay, we're normal. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing someone that has a similar experience. It's not the same experience, but something I can relate to. That makes all the difference in the world. And I think that's why like being a parent or being a role model, or being anyone that is in a position to, to sort of like you said, you're, you, I think you're almost like a trailblazer as well, right? So, I mean, those are important roles to have. But I love the fact that you can all that you're also feeding yourself and honoring yourself as well, because um, I think that's yeah. also a great example. Yeah, I think that is the beauty of community. You mentioned something and you said that, you know, we're all on like these different levels and we sometimes think we aren't this enough or we aren't that enough. But then when you're able to see other people in community that aren't probably where you are, like that makes you appreciate like where you are so much more. Um, And I was talking to them the other day and I was saying that, you know, how 
when we talk about therapy, it's like one of the things where sometimes we wait until we have anxiety or depression and then we go and get help. I was like, but let me challenge you to go and be proactive. Like if you feel that you're becoming like mentally drained, just go and talk to somebody. It's really okay. You don't have to have a problem to go and talk to someone. Cause oftentimes, you know, especially as single moms, like we don't have a lot of people to talk to. It's like our kids. If we have friends but sometimes like we don't have friends with kids so they may not understand you know where we're coming from or they may have bias because they know like the father or they know like kind of our situation and so I think that's just again important to be in community because you can also like say hey this is how I'm feeling y'all like you know um and sometimes you don't want like opinions or advice you just want to be able to have somebody to vent to right so that's also another reason why I do like the Q&A is because sometimes moms will just want want to say something you know and they want to feel seen and they want to feel heard and I think that's important oh I love that I love that it's always a a lesson because again you know we're we're all in different stages of parenting and I think right Mm -hmm. now I'm in a and I think I mentioned this to my you know to my husband this morning this idea of this I guess an expectation I had of parenting in this stage of my life versus when I was younger these images right the images I had I think of parenting, you know, were, you know, my experiences, my parents, and I mean, good, good or bad, right? You take what you can from that experience. And then a lot of it is what, like what I grew up watching on television and not all, not all of that reflected my experience. So it's kind of like, okay. So I think, I think it's wonderful now to have communities, right? Communities, like for me, my community would be like, okay, you're almost pretty much done raising your kids, right? They're in college, right? So I'm a different, different stage of, of parenting. So, and that kind of community is different. It would, would be important for me. So I think it's important. I think at all these stages right? we have, we have the groups that feed us, we're seen and, you know, or just to have fun with, right. And, and to just, just, just let go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That again, is the beauty of community because in single black motherhood, we have moms that, um, you know, they're at that stage where they have kids in college and they're able to give back to us younger moms that we have kids in like elementary. And then there's some moms with kids in middle school. And so we have like this really good diversity, um, of moms that, you know, can contribute. And I think, again, it's just, it's so beautiful to me. Cause like we all are on different levels, but there are some places where we can just come together. Um, and like, Hey, like we get it, you know, like we understand some things, no matter what level we're on of parenting. So I wanted to talk a little bit more as well about, I mean, I think you've touched on, you know, the things that you cover in the community, what additional resources you provide to, um, to those who, who join your community. So, um, as far as resources, I try to post on like Instagram, the podcast is super resourceful because I've brought on moms that have been through different things. Um, I think those are like good places to start. I just try to share things when I find them. Stories is always a good place too, cause I'll post links in there to things. Uh, so yeah, just, um, social media and the podcast, I think are ways that I try to get the resources out there. Now, so you talked a little bit about um, the move that you made. Like, so you made a big move during the pandemic. So I was wondering how how has the pandemic impacted you as a mom and a business owner? 
Uh, so I actually just turned this into a business. So I'm a new business owner, so I can't speak much to that. I've been doing this for a while as like a community. Again, I was doing it for me. Uh, but now that I saw like this need, it's like, okay, like I can turn this into a business. So I can't really speak from that aspect of a business owner, but as a mom, uh, it's definitely, uh, been challenging, especially in the beginning, not so much like second year pandemic, but first year when the kid had to be at home, like that was definitely, um, a challenge because it's like, I'm trying to work. She's trying to do school. She needs help. So I have to be a teacher, I have to be a chef. I have to be, you know, mom, I have to, to work. It was just crazy. Uh, however, you know, my therapist was still available, thank God. So I was able to like vent and get some strategies from her. So uh, we made it through that. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but you know, she's going to school now. Um, I'm working in the office now. So things are different. And, and the move uh, was pretty seamless. Like I, I can't complain much. Not, my stuff got here late, but other than that, like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, I'm so grateful that it went as smooth as it did. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. But it almost sounds as though that, you know, it sounds like you took the took the opportunity. And I think there's hopefully like a lesson learned for other moms as well, right? You know, you're sort of, you're doing, you're, you're creating, you're becoming, you became an entrepreneur and you're doing something that one has a social impact, but also something that that you that you can relate to and that you enjoy doing which I think is which which I think is important yes and I'm just like you know I feel like life is short and so we're in a pandemic right but like my faith is bigger than this pandemic so I don't know if your listeners are you know like spiritual but I think you have to have a power higher than yourself to be able to keep going especially when things are just like crumbling in the world you know I think that's important how has your um your building the community that you built impacted you personally as a parent and also impacted you like personal impact oh my gosh so I did mention earlier that I I felt like this was something bigger than me right I, it was at that moment where I got the message from the mom that had the abortions and how she talked about how the podcast really impacted her um, that was a moment for me where I was just like, this is bigger than me. And so even like in my daily life, um, it's like if somebody was to see this, am I at my best? You know, am I doing what I can do to like show up in the world? So it's impacted me in the way that like I can't settle. Like I can't be out here living like a, a mediocre life because I have to show moms like what's possible for them. So I am a living example. So I have to be that like, online and offline and my daughter is listening and she's watching and she holds me accountable she's like you know how can you like say these things if you're not gonna do them <laughs> at home right so she is like that added like accountability for me and so she keeps me on my toes uh for sure and she's like I said she's listened to all these conversations she's been to like events where I've hosted with moms um, and she's seen my ability to like bring people together and I think it's funny because it's playing out in her life because like her teachers we we had a, a parent teacher conference on Thursday and they were telling me how she's just so social and she has so many friends and I'm sure that's because like she watches me do what I do um, and so she's able to bring kids together and it's just amazing to me to see like this play out like in my personal life but then how it also impacts her life. Before we wrap up today, if you can share a little bit more about where listeners can learn more about you and single black motherhood and, and join the community. 
Yeah, singleblackmotherhood.com. You can find everything there. If you ever want to reach out, shoot me an email. Please feel free to do so. Like, I am so open and I don't mind answering questions at all. Happy to be of service. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today, Kim. This was a great conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And again, a special thank you to our special guest today for this episode. As always, you can follow us on social media at what is black W H A T B L K on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Please go to our website at whatisblack.co to sign up for our newsletter and check out other great episodes, blog posts, and upcoming events. And also leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Until next time.